You're listening to the You're Such a Catch podcast with your host, Aaron, <laughs> whose journey in dating and relationships is on full display for your empowerment, education, and honestly, your entertainment too. Welcome, welcome, welcome. You're Such a Catch is a community where we discuss everything from dating and relationships to women empowerment social issues, manifestation, and more. The goal is to continually grow as individuals, recognizing our unique and special qualities, you know, why we're such a catch, and to equip us with the proper tools that set us up for success at whatever stage of life we're in, no matter our relationship status. You're Such a Catch is an independently funded podcast that started really as a way to document my adventures as a single gal. You know, the hardships of dating in your 30s, relatable. <laughs> Relearning how to be vulnerable after a divorce, learning to laugh off the bad dates, the dick pics, and awkward combos, and really as a means to reinforce keeping the hope alive until the universe delivers your perfect prince or princess. And it will. I spoke those words aloud several times on the pod, and the universe did deliver on January 13th, 2021. I may have moved my check mark from single to in a relationship, but my mission remains the same to help men and women find love, fall in love, feel loved, and give love. You guys, it's all about the love. <laughs> Speaking of love, I have to give a shout out to my girl gang and my guy tribe who loves and supports me day in and day out. Yes, you guessed it. My YSC Unfiltered members, Veronica Keeks, Katie with an I, Dion, Karen, Angel, Wayne, Kelly, Colleen, and Katie with an E. Your unwavering support means the world to me. If you'd like to join this elite crew, YSC Unfiltered is a members-only site that includes bonus episodes, personal blog posts, with a behind-the-scenes fill. Visit yoursuchacatch.com backslash unfiltered for details. Your monthly pledge helps make this podcast possible. And if you're a fan but you aren't in the position to donate right now, no worries. Hitting that subscribe button, sharing an episode with a friend, or dropping a rate or review spreads the good word and increases YSC's digital footprint. You can also follow me at You're Such a Catch on all social media platforms and feel free to drop me a line at Erin at YouSuchACatch.com. This week, Dion, who's a member of YSC Unfiltered, he's really like the godfather of YSC. He had me in tears, you guys. This man is the most selfless, kind, genuine soul, and the universe knew having a sidekick to go through this podcast journey was just what I needed. Oh, and did the universe deliver? Because I got a friend for life. He coined the term Potter and Family early on as he too has his own podcast, and we're for sure fam. If you've been listening for a while now, you've heard me reference him and his show, Off the Beaten Podcast, which is all about the Windy City, Chicago, and its fabulous people. Dion was recently a guest on Podcast Review Day or Pod Rev Day, where he talked with host Stephanie Fusio about popular culture and dating podcast recommendations. Another one I love, uh, I don't know if you've heard of You're Such a Catch. I have, yeah. But, oh, but I, I've heard the name, but I don't know what it's about. What is so, it? So You're Such a Catch is a dating relationship podcast. I became acquainted with the host 
maybe three months after I started my podcast. So we started our okay. podcast about the same time. And oh. we are so different. She lives in yeah. LA. She's blonde, blue eyes. You know, she drinks rosé. Like we could be no no different as people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but she's amazing. Um, and it's just the, the podcast is about her journey from mm-hmm. divorce um, and being a woman in her 30s dating. Um, oh, wow. And it's completely fascinating because she's very, I'll never forget, because as kind of going between, you know, a listener and a like a creator, first mm-hmm. time I listened to her podcast, I listened to the first episode, but I texted <laughs> my friend and I was like, mm. I'm like, this girl is so good. Like, I don't even know if I want to make my podcast anymore. And that's Erin. <gasps> and she's so delightful. And she has this mastery of creating intimacy between oh. her as a speaker and you as the listener. And so that was something I pulled from. I'm like, I got to figure out how to do this. And so that's an independent podcast that I love. Um, And she's doing so well and being successful um, with that. And so, yeah, I'm a huge listener. I'm a huge fan. Let's stay there for a bit because you already Mm -hmm. talked about three podcasts that sound amazing. So let's Mm -hmm. dig in deep. When people hear podcast recommendations, sometimes the back catalog is so big that they don't know where to start. Mm -hmm. So we start with, Aaron's You're Such a Catch podcast. That's a great name. Is there any particular episode that really tug at you emotionally that you'd recommend? I would say episode number one. The very really? first Yeah. That's where the she, big reveal of where why she, she just, it? yes, where she's just mm-hmm. like talking her history, you know, and you figure out like she was married. They were married for a very short period of time, actually. Oh, no. She's divorced. Mm-hmm. You know, she she's very successful in her business life. Yeah. But she's like not doing well. Day, you know, she kind of lays out the, the field, and you kind of yeah. you kind of listening like, oh. And then when you and I, Stephanie, um, you know, I'm a I'm a very honest person. So when I see you, I'm always like, Stephanie, you're so beautiful. Oh my God, I love you. Blah blah blah. <laughs> you know, and I mean that genuinely. You know, I know you're a married lady. It's not like I'm trying to get in. You know what I'm saying? But like, I just appreciate you. You're super intelligent. You're super charming, and you're super pretty. There's nothing wrong to say about that. So checks Aaron, in the mail, dear. Uh, <laughs> so Aaron is very similar. Like Aaron, like like the first time I saw her, I was like, I joke with her because we will text occasionally. Uh, well, actually, we text a lot, but we'll text and I'll be like, "Girl, you look like a model. Like if you're having trouble dating, what is the rest of us supposed to be thinking? Like you better get it together." <laughs> you know, she, you know, she, you know, she does the, you know, the tanning thing and the hair mm-hmm. thing. She has a yeah. uh, a clip in named Phyllis. Like she's hilarious, you know, but like. I'm like, if you're having trouble, clipping with a name. She has a clipping oh, with a name. Erin awesome. is Erin is yeah. one of one of a kind. Her, I have. To I love her yeah. room. Those uh, what's those those little room cleaner things? She calls hers Dustin Bieber, and that to me was the <laughs> funniest thing ever. I was like, yes, Dion, your energy, your words, your encouragement, you. Oh my gosh! All I can say is thank you. Guys, make sure you check out Dion's show, Off the Beaten Podcast, and ladies, he's single. I've been trying to get him to volunteer for Catch of the Week for a while now, but I'm just saying, this guy's the real deal, okay? Somebody's got to reel him in. I told you, today was all about love. Now, let's get to it. Today, we are chatting about divine feminine energy. What is it? How do we connect with it? And what are the benefits of embracing it? I don't know about you, but the definition of feminine energy in my mind was vastly different than its actual meaning. The energy of the feminine embodies the nurturer, the healer, the compassionate peacemaker, whereas masculine energy is focused on doing and achieving. They're meant to complement and support each other. 
They're like a yin and yang. Okay, now don't laugh. I was of the belief that feminine energy was based on gender, which is not the case. In fact, it's not even close. Divine feminine and divine masculine energy cannot exist without the other. Despite our cultural associations of masculine and feminine with men and women, we all have both energies within us. They just might not be evenly balanced. If we possess too much masculine, we get aggression and domination. If we express too much feminine, we get disempowerment and stagnation. Some qualities of being in your feminine are kind, gentle, reflective, heart-centered, compassionate, accepting, forgiving, intuitive, collaborative, and creative. Contrary to how I viewed this in my own head, mm -hmm, for some reason, I equated embracing my feminine as leveling up in the kitchen, (laughs) assuming a traditional gender role as a female, you know, performing tasks that historically have been fulfilled by the woman. Please tell me I'm not alone here. The feminist in me was rebelling. Here I was thinking I needed to throw on an apron and step it up in the kitchen, you know, ensure my makeup and my hair were just so. I envisioned perfectly lined red lips and dumbing down my knowledge of sports and business. No, Erin, that's not it. But I can connect the dots on why I'd have that notion. Because we live in an action-oriented society, which tends to lend itself to divine masculine territory. Connecting to the divine feminine within is all about slowing down and being rather than doing. It's also about embodying those qualities like compassion and intuition. And when you've been single for a long time, like I was six years, (coughs) but who's counting? Chances are your masculine energy may be dominant because you've been so reliant on yourself. You're accustomed to that independence. What are some ways to reclaim your divine feminine energy that don't involve being barefoot and pregnant? You guys, that's a joke based on my ignorant understanding. And for men, how can you comfortably add some feminine energy into your life to achieve balance? The first is my mom's favorite thing to do, rest. Little did I know when she rests, she's making space for that divine feminine energy. We typically have a task-based mindset, constantly trying to achieve and get more done. To resist this temptation, we need to try to allow ourselves to simply be and to virtually do nothing. Yes, nothing. When we take a moment to pause, we tap into the grace of the feminine. Challenge yourself to sit in silence for a few minutes. No music or distractions, just allowing yourself a moment's rest. Ah, namaste. Stepping into your feminine energy embraces your sensuality. Don't pull an air in here and confuse sensuality with sexuality. I'm exposing all stereotypes and cliches right now. Sensuality and sexuality are different. Sensuality is tactile, physical pleasure, getting in touch with the feelings of things through your various senses like taste and smell. To ignite your sensuality, light a candle or spritz on your favorite perfume. A large part of embracing your feminine energy is looking inward and reflecting. This is an area of focus for me every single day. I've been putting this into practice since I had the realization that everything starts with me, my thoughts, my beliefs, patterns, the stories I tell myself. One way to put this into practice is to journal. 
Pick a time, morning or night, and sit down and put your thoughts onto paper. Traditional journaling, you know, putting pencil to paper is probably best, allowing that creativity to flow naturally. And it avoids any distraction that can come from using technology. Every day I write down at least five things I'm grateful for. If I'm feeling any negative emotions, maybe some stress, anxiety, any angst, I'll write a few paragraphs about how I'm feeling to rid my mind of those thoughts. The process is therapeutic. Affirmations are another way to embrace the feminine. Self-love, accepting yourself for who you are, your unique, special, one-of-a-kind. Compassion is the love language of the sacred feminine. To exercise self-compassion, jot down a few affirmations, I am statements, and practice saying them to yourself. You really want to drive this message home? Look in the mirror and say them aloud. You cannot love another until you love yourself. Recollecting your dreams is another means to get in touch with your divine feminine. It allows you to acknowledge your inner world. Your dreams carry a lot of symbolism as well as synchronicities that surface in real life. Paying attention to your dreams and being able to connect the dots between dreams and reality are all benefits of being in your feminine. We're all familiar with the concept of a mother's intuition. Tapping into this intuition is a great way to connect your own feminine energy by going within, tuning in, and seeing where you're at. It's about getting quiet with yourself and not going outward for information, but rather receiving it from within. Trust your gut. While we're on the subject of mothers, let's also talk about Mother Nature or Mother Earth. Being one with nature is one of the simplest rituals for connecting with the divine feminine. We are able to connect with the sacred feminine energy by spending time with Mother Nature. In nature, the feminine creative energy runs wild. We can visibly take in her beauty. Feeling one with the earth, walking barefoot on the beach, or breathing fresh air will not only awaken your soul, but leave you feeling connected to earth in your divine feminine. There are so many benefits of finding a balance and embracing your feminine energy. Men, if you're not sold, embracing your feminine can make you a better leader, one who understands the three C's, the value of community, collaboration, and compromise. All solid traits for the workplace and at home, making you more attractive to a potential partner. Ladies, you're not doing yourself a disservice or going back in time if you embrace your feminine energy. Feminine energy is beautiful. Women who are in their feminine are powerful. The source of power is not outward, which is masculine, but inward. The more you pay attention to your feeling, thoughts, and needs, the more attractive you become. It's that simple. To summarize, society teaches us to do, have, be, which is a masculine approach. Take the bull by the horns, hustle, achieve, you know, push boundaries. In dating and relationships, this can translate into being a serial dater, approaching relationships with aggressive timelines, and not taking time to reflect on where you are, where you want to be, and how you intend on getting there. The powerful paradigm shift of embracing your feminine, what we went over today, allows you to follow the model be, do, have. This lends to stepping into your own power and embodying what you wish to attract. This pairs nicely with LOA or the law of attraction. Apply this to dating and relationships and you'll notice your more playful, loving, trusting side emerge. 
What are you going to do today, this week, moving forward to embrace and accept your feminine and allow it to awaken from within? I hope your wheels are turning. Thanks for tuning in to your Such a Catch. Have any feedback on today's episode? Want to share how embracing your feminine has helped you in the dating scene in your marriage as an individual? I'd love to hear from you. Feel free to email me at erin at yoursuchacatch.com. Want to dive into a greater discussion? Consider joining the YSC community, a private Facebook group. And if you need an accountability partner, a hype woman, or even a sidekick like Dion is my podkick on my podcast journey, if you need the equivalent in dating and relationships, self-love, or in life in general, I got you, boo. There's a link in the episode notes to book a 15-minute discovery call today. Until next week, whether you're male or female, I challenge you to look inward and step into the power of your divine feminine energy.